Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is May the 27th. 2019 they call it memorial day here in the united states of america strong hand offended by selling be a unique beast value your wealth in bitcoin one bitcoin equals one bitcoin unconfiscatable personal responsibility is a new counterculture everyone if you're watching this show live right now if you have a question you can type in bitcoin meister in the chat and i will see it it will turn orange and i can answer a question at some point during this fun-filled show, uh, I want to make an announcement that I now know the rest of my travel schedule until Thanksgiving in the United States. So very fast, I'm here in LA until July the 2nd. Then I'll be in Baltimore for a week. Then I will be in Israel until Rosh Hashanah, which I'll be in Israel for almost three months until September 24th or something like that, whenever, right before Rosh Hashanah. Then I will be in Baltimore for less than three weeks for Rosh Hashanah, for Yom Kippur, for some family stuff. And then afterwards, on October the 17th, I will be in Sydney, Australia for a week. October 17th to October 24th, Sydney, Australia. October 24th until thanksgiving which is i think november 25th 26th 25th i will be in adelaide australia which is the fifth largest city in australia that's why i'm going there because every year since 2015 i've been in australia and i've been to the top four cities and i've also been the gold coast and i've also been the darwin but it's time to be in the number five city and that's adelaide so australians meister october november in australia pound that like button I am really pumped about it. Got the tickets, got the Airbnb. It's all taken care of. After Thanksgiving, I don't know where I'm going to be, but I'll be in Baltimore for the Thanksgiving. But but first, it's going to be uh, uh, Sydney for a week and then Adelaide. All right. Let us uh, let us get into uh, – and so, yeah, my fifth, my fifth trip to Australia. Wow. Wow. Um, so uh, here is a quote from uh, the comment section underneath the video uh, that uh, Omar – posted on his channel and it's this just embodies a certain mentality out there and it's unfortunate i'm pointing this out so we can learn from this this individual this person said and he was talking about me cannot wait until these hold hodl losers are crushed nothing but parasites oh savings is for parasites apparently building wealth is for parasites oh my god I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's about an envy of wealth, I guess, from that guy. And if, if you save, you build your wealth. You're not you're not a parasite. You're taking care of yourself. You're 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 not, you're not relying on the government. You're not gambling. You're not not asking for a bailout. You're holding your Bitcoin. You're uh, creating wealth for yourself. And uh, again, but there's some people who think that's parasitical. There's some people and that's the eighty percent mentality. And some people are never going to get it. They're going to be bored by holders. Holders embody the lost art of saving. It's a lost art. Save people don't know saving. They think it's they people out there think of savers are parasites. <laughs> oh god, that that word. When you hear that word, in turn, when, when people are talking about money and, and parasites, it's uh, you, know, you usually want to get away from that type of person. Uh, but anyway, uh, 
and I do want to say that the crypto dividends that are out there, they honor the elite Bitcoin holders. Okay. We, the elite Bitcoin holders are the savers. We in, embody the saving. We're making saving cool again. And then we get interest on our Bitcoin through crypto dividends. Now, we're going to I, I go, and we're going to get into crypto dividends in a second. Here is an example of a being strong hand, of being elite right here. Nick Carter says, new all-time high in addresses holding at least 0.1 Bitcoin. Boy, the number of parasites have increased, apparently. No, and again, that guy that, guy that I, I'm quoting, hey, it, it's sad that people think like that. But I am glad to see that although people might think like that, those no corners might think like that, those gamblers and traders might think like that, that the number of 0.1 Bitcoin addresses has increased. So perhaps people are learning. They're like, hey, man, let's let's put away a lot of Bitcoin for later. And uh, we'll be able to buy with that 0.1 Bitcoin that we saved today. Who knows what we'll be able to create in the future? So, yeah, welcome to the uh, 210 million club, all you 0.1 Bitcoin addresses. But Nick Carter, thank you for pointing that out, that we're at an all-time high in terms of addresses with at least 0.1 Bitcoin. Pound that like button. I like to see strong hands like that. Now, let's talk about crypto dividends real quick. A Andy Hoffman has a, uh, a Steemit article out there. And again, you can follow me on uh Steam it at Bitcoin Meister, and you can follow me on Twitter at TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. And Andy's, the title of this article is, and it says it all, uh, Mimble Wimble Coin, a movement for the betterment of Bitcoin and Bitcoin holders. Um, and that's holder, Mimble Wimble Coin and crypto dividends, they put the holders, the strong hand Bitcoin holders on a pedestal. They put us on a pedestal and they're like, hey, you guys are awesome. We're going to give away our coin to you for free so you can distribute it, so you can do whatever because we know. We know you you are sound thinkers, sound money people. And uh, and as, as holders, as strong-hand Bitcoin holders, we have three choices when it comes to crypto dividends like this that are, that are friendly, that uh, you know, are just tr trying to market themselves. We can ignore them. You know, this is where the big boys play. You can ignore it. You can cry and scream about it and say it's, uh, oh, I hate all altcoins, destroy, destroy. Or you can benefit from it. Just say, hey, yeah, I'm getting this for free. It is interest on my Bitcoin and I'm going to make more Bitcoin out of it and uh, I'll be a good sport. Again, you're not, you're, you can still be the biggest Bitcoin fan in the world, like I am, a Bitcoin firster, and you can get interest on your Bitcoin by receiving free crypto dividends. And I mean, you, you didn't sin. It's not a sin or anything. You didn't, it's all right. You're not going to get struck down. A, a bolt of lightning isn't going to hit you if you say, hey, I'm, I'm getting a free altcoin and I'm turning into the Bitcoin. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, people. But again, if you want to guilt and shame people about that, you can waste your time doing that. That's, that's I mean, this is where the big boys stuff. That's the awesome about, about this space. You can go in any direction you want to, but you're going to have to deal with the consequences eventually. No bailouts here. Pound that like button. All right. Um, someone re reminded me, speaking of Australia, somebody in, in the chat right before the show talked about the, uh, he said, Adam, what happened to the altcoin? The, the, the guy, one of the people who won the uh, Australian Bitcoin auction back in 2016, and uh, there was a guy, one in, in entity, got uh, 2,000 Bitcoin for pretty cheap, probably less than $600 a piece, and he wanted an update on it. I'll update everyone on that guy tomorrow. 
you know, earlier, I mean, last year, at least he still had not moved his 2000 Bitcoin strong freaking hand. You Australian dude, maybe you'll, maybe you'll meet me in Australia. I have no idea who, who the dude is, but th that's a good uh, follow up. That will be tomorrow's show. I will talk about the Australian Bitcoin auction, 2000 Bitcoin dude, if he's moved it yet. So again, public service announcement for all the new people. And I'm going to do this a lot. Now these public service announcements, Bitcoin controlling your own private key. If, if you really control it, you don't let someone out, you don't keep it on an exchange, you get interest on your Bitcoin through crypto dividends. Uh, and hey, it encourages people to save their Bitcoin, the free interest they get on their Bitcoin through crypto dividends. We want, I think it's great for people to make savings cool again, that it is great to be a strong hand. And again, it's a little known fact, if you control your own private key, this is the public service announcement for all you new people. If you control your own private key, you get interest on your Bitcoin through crypto dividends. It's great stuff. You get you get these altcoins and you can turn it into Bitcoin if you please, which I do. All right. So there again, we I, I have said many a time, this is where the big boys play. And it, over on, tw on crypto Twitter, you can ignore crypto Twitter. I mean, you, you don't have to be in crypto Twitter. I go to crypto Twitter to learn. And that is that is what I recommend everyone. You don't get caught up in the drama. You don't get up in the blame game and the vilifying of this altcoin or this person who gave me advice. But I'm going to say right now on crypto Twitter, there are many people yelling and screaming about um, and, and about hyperwave. And again, I don't even know that hyperwave guy. I stopped paying attention. I stopped watching Tone Show when he started having the girl on and then she brought on the guy, um, the hyperwave guy. So I don't know that much about it, but this is the thing, guys, you were thirsty. You fell for this. You saw all these thirsty guys are now screaming that they, you know, Oh, this was a scam. This was this, this is that. Oh, they're so bad. Take personal responsibility. You fell for it. You fell for it. And now you're bitter about it. Okay. You're bitter about it. You fell for it. You got to take a few steps back instead of blaming them. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. You're, you're thirsty and, and that you wanted it. You, you didn't, you didn't, you know, you were trying to find, you were trying to follow fancy graphs and you were just drooling and it's, it's, that's your fault. That's your fault. So you got to take a few steps back and instead of screaming about it on crypto Twitter and trying to blame them, I mean, they're, they're going to do what they're going to do. This is where the big boys play. This is where the big boys play. You're not, you're not used to it by now. You haven't learned the tricks of the, of the trade. I mean, you got to learn the tricks of the trade that, you know, if you're thirsty, you're going to fall for stuff like that. Don't be thirsty. How about that? Try to go into your own, change yourself. Don't be thirsty anymore. Don't look for shortcuts anymore. And, and don't be fascinated with fancy sets of graphics and magical, uh, magical graphs. I mean, this is your, are, are you going to keep falling for it and you're going to keep screaming about it? Are you going to get scammed again? And that scam, scam's the wrong word. Scam's the wrong word, excuse me. Are you going to just fall for it again? Are you going to fall for it again um, the next time around when some some figure, some, you know, you're, you're thirsty. Oh, she must be telling the truth. Oh, oh look, her old friend there. Oh, he's got a fancy crap. I mean, take steps back. You, you, it's your fault. It's you fell for it. you. So again, blaming them on Twitter, you're getting off steam. You're taking off steam. You're being bitter. It's a waste of your time, dude. Better yourself. Stop being thirsty. Stop falling for all that stuff. You you correct yourself. And again, you. I guess you can be frustrated from it. If you're frustrated from it, learn from that frustration so you don't fall for it again. Have a strong hand. Don't be thirsty, <laughs> guys. All right. So um, Casso20 says, 
is the girl from Israel coming back to your show? She was uh, before on your show and had some real good understanding of Bitcoin. Yeah, when I go back to Israel, Sarah will uh, Sarah will come back on the show. Yeah, Sarah is a, it's a genius. Uh, her her father is uh, what was her father? Something in uh, quantum physics, I think. So she, I mean, obviously he's probably one of the smartest people on earth. And she's the, the, the there's a little personal info about uh yeah she'll come back on the show. She's got that, and that's not about listen to someone like that. That's not about being thirsty right there. She uh, but no, Sarah wasn't perfect either. She got triggered by Lorian. She got triggered by Lorian on, on the show, and that's that's not um, you know, no one's perfect. No, no one's perfect. You can't you can't get um thrown off by altcoiners and crypto noise and all, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I hope Sarah returns to the show when I, I, I go to Israel. I mean, she could come on now, probably. Um, I, I, she's she's hard to contact in some ways. You know, Israelis, they do things a little bit different. You know, they're not on Twitter all the time. They're only Israeli. It's on Twitter all the time. He's Udi. Follow him. Pound that like button. He's a little different than the, the rest over there um, because he's got a big tri crypto uh, Twitter uh, presence. Um, but again, and you can learn a lot from Udi, but Udi, he does all the drama stuff. On, he wastes a lot of his time on Twitter with drama. So I got to hand it to Israelis like Sarah who are not even on Twitter and just don't, don't deal with the, the drama. Okay. So um, moving on. Okay. We talked about the thirstiness. And so Alistair Milne says, I'm guessing that everyone who is upset didn't buy Bitcoin when it was under $4,000. For four months, pound that like button. Yeah, there are a lot of people, and again, that's that that goes back to the subject matter I just talked about. All these dudes were waiting, waiting for it to go cheaper, waiting for it to go cheaper, and they were just it didn't go cheaper, and they had four months to get it under four thousand dollars, and now they're screaming on Twitter about it, blaming hyperwave or, or, or whatever. It was your fault. It was your fault. You, you, <laughs> this has happened. You, you couldn't look into the history of Bitcoin that there's these huge troughs, but then it goes way back up and you don't have a chance to buy that low again. Again, I mean, you're playing games of graphs. You're thirsty. You're drooling. I mean, fix your fix your own self, okay? Clean your own room as personal responsibility is the new counterculture. Don't – but and again, um, I'm pointing out that those – there are all sorts of people in this space that are going to try to sell you on their little gimmick and everything. And a lot of people, it, it's just nothing but a gimmick. You got to go back to sound basic principles. Create your own strategy. Be a long-term thinker. Don't get distracted. Create a long-term plan. Don't, don't, don't fall for these magical graphs and pretty faces. Um, but yeah, the other and then there's some people that you know never heard of all that stuff before. And then, as Alistair pointed out, and they're just bitter because uh they had four, they, they could have got it for four thousand dollars and that they weren't following any graphs. Who knows who they were listening to? Maybe they were trading altcoins or something like that. <laughs> and now they realize, like, oh wait, I, I missed I missed quite an opportunity. And you know, people like me were saying, you know, I, I mean, I got the shirt that says it, buy and hold. I, I've been saying the same thing for, for quite some time here. You just don't try to play games when to buy it cheap. Don't in the long run, you'll look back on three thousand dollars. You look just as we look back on three hundred dollars when i was talking when i was saying the same stuff in 2015 you can check the archives at disruptmeister.com so again I, i'm looking forward to tomorrow when everybody goes back to uh to business here in the united states uh we shall see it, it should be interesting and i i want to see what happens to gbtc tomorrow also so i'll be i'll be talking about that uh tomorrow i've got these these notes um all right 
Oh, here's a story I actually talked about on Saturday's show, but I'm going to bring it up here again. And it just shows you uh, you don't want to be involved with anything that, that deals with the United States government because uh, uh, Bernie Sanders and AOC want to turn post offices into banks. <laughs> I mean, that's so backward. That's why you should be so happy you're in crypto. And I mean, in Bitcoin, Bitcoin is the future turning post offices into banks. That's just like the opposite of Bitcoin. Bitcoin, money over the internet that no government controls. Post offices, like pre-internet banks, uh, centralized points of failure where governments can uh, confiscate your money. So it's, it's just so, I, I find that headline to be so the opposite of, of Bitcoin. And just a reminder, like, don't play in the political space at all. Look how backward, they wanna, they wanna, they wanna deal with post offices and banks. Well, we're dealing with the future of money here in the Bitcoin overlay. It's 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 wonderful. All right, uh, I read the I read the whole report. Uh, I, I forgot the guy name of the guy. The Bitwise people. I didn't read the whole thing. I, I skimmed a lot of it. I, I looked more into it. Excuse me. It's like a hundred pages, <laughs> um, and it's linked to below. And it's uh, it talks about the fake exchanges. And if you and it's great that they caught out these fake the fake volume on all these exchanges. If you just look at the top 10, the big 10 exchanges, it isn't the wild, wild west out there when it, it comes to Bitcoin. And that is a good thing. A lot of institutions are reading this report and are realizing that, you know what? There's a whole lot of nonsense exchanges out there uh, that, that deal with Bitcoin and, and uh, altcoins with fake volume. And they're just going to ignore them. And they're going to look at these top 10 exchanges and they, they get a better feeling. And they're going to come, the institutions are going to come in because it's not as wild as people think. Again, if you want to deal with all those crazy fake volume exchanges, then be my guest. But the big boys are going to be like, yeah, we're not even touching you at all. You can lie about your volume. We're just going to ignore it. Um, Roman Chu says, Bitcoin Meister, love the 210,000 block rule. How about the 1,000 block rule? One week. Look back a thousand blocks and see if you have more Bitcoin today than you did one week ago. If not, buy more Bitcoin. You know that's that's a good way of looking at it. I, I like that. I like that. That I mean, obviously, that's not dealing with the fiat price side of things that the two hundred ten thousand block rule does. But yeah, you know, I get it totally. Very very good. I'll always try to get more Bitcoin. People value value your wealth in Bitcoin. Okay, we so we read about the exchanges and also there is a site out there, Masari dot io slash on chain fx and this is a much better site than going to coin market cap uh in terms of it, it gives you a lot of information about all the coins out there and it really shows you why bitcoin is the top one and why ethereum is the, the second one but far far away from bitcoin i really like that um it's got the real 10 24 hour trading volume and the real 10 are the exchanges that don't fake their volume and if you look at the real the, the real 10 24 hour trading volume, the number one coin is Bitcoin, then Ethereum, then Litecoin, and then Binance coin, which actually shows you that still that Binance plays a tremendous role in, in the trading ecosystem. And I that won't last for, for long. That won't last forever at least. But again, I'm not a trader. Um, but I do I, I, I do find it interesting that after all these years. Uh, we're back. If you look at those numbers, the one, two, and three are really the same one, two, and three that they've been for quite some time. Uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin. Uh, and if you, you definitely, Ethereum and Litecoin are top tier altcoins. I don't think anyone's ever going to argue that. Uh, and number five is actually Bcash in that uh, 
the real 10, 24 hour trading volume. But hey, again, these numbers, you can interpret these numbers any way you want to. There are a lot, there are a lot of numbers on that site and you can sort them all different ways. It's, it's very interesting. And you can, you can really see, um, you know, once these institutions uh, start to, you know, they're gonna dabble in altcoins also, which ones they're gonna be the first ones that they're gonna pump up and which ones they'll probably never touch. Uh, so again, but there will be a top tier. It will mean something, but it, my advice to all of you, it shouldn't mean anything to you dudes just buy Bitcoin. There was someone beforehand in the chat that's like, I, I think I'm going to sell my Litecoin for Bitcoin soon. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I mean, why, why hold Litecoin really? Why hold Litecoin? Because, because you think some institution is going to pump it up, which may happen eventually. Who knows? Um, uh, but again, you got to value your wealth in Bitcoin. Litecoin is not in, in its history, it's, you know, it's 1% of a Bitcoin, it's 2%. Of, are you going to really beat Bitcoin with Litecoin? Are you going to be lucky enough to, to pick the time period where it does? Be, be my guest. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't worry about such things. I just hold my Bitcoin, baby. All right, Nick Carter has a, uh, he has a good thread about the Cryptopia. Uh, you know, Cryptopia is now shut down. Again, it got hacked. I, we warned you that you should never kept anything there. Uh, but they, they, some information has come come out here from the bankruptcy, bankruptcy filings. Took some data from the Cryptopia bankruptcy filings and built a crude model of the relative popularity of crypto within the countries mentioned. The sample is small because it is a truncated data set. It's based on fees paid by Cryptopia users, country, country of origin. Confirms what we knew. Crypto is disproportionately popular in Israel, the Netherlands, Belgium, and Hong Kong. And he was surprised to see that Ukraine and Romania were, were also uh, disproportionately represented. Uh, Cryptopia was used for trading low-cap alts, so there is some bias. And again, 20% of the people were from the USA. And that's not an over-representation like it is for Israel and Hong Kong. And uh, there's other countries that I, I mentioned. So yeah, I mean, even through uh, information, even through disaster, you can learn a little bit about the crypto space. And yeah, in Israel and in Hong Kong, there are a lot of people that, that use, uh, and the Netherlands and Belgium, it, it's disproportionately represented, the, the percentage of people in those countries that use it. I mean, those are very technologically sophisticated countries, uh, very much so. And then Hong Kong is also has the threat of China hanging over it. So that's another reason. Uh, that they and, and Israel has a, a recent history in the 1980s. They had a total bank collapse, so I'm sure that it influences some people. Although the young people uh, don't, don't remember that they were little kids back then, if they were even born back then. But they they are technologically advanced in Israel, no doubt about it. And it's good, good to see some, you know, it's good to see this kind of information to to get proof that of what a lot of us have already thought that it, where where what countries are. are jumping on the Bitcoin faster or jumping on the cryptocurrency faster than other countries and way above the average in, in most countries. All right. So I want to talk about crypto noise again in terms of Twitter. And uh, I just want to remind everyone that most people that buy cryptocurrency have no idea about the social media drama and all the crypto noise that's out there. They have no idea. So saying that the environment is toxic on Twitter and it's driving away so many people from Bitcoin. It's just it's just wrong because people don't even know it exists. I mean, the golden holders that have come into Bitcoin, they don't know about social media uh, drama. Um, 
And most could really care less about the, the techno technological stuff that's being discussed on uh, social media. And good for them. Good for them. He, here is a quote that Tour de Meester uh, has. And again, he's a smart dude. He's And this is a, a pertinent topic for like some people in cryptocurrency. But let me read it to you and tell me if you know what this even means. Some interesting observations on Bitcoin's thermodynamic efficiency by physicists, blah, 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 blah. All right. I, I don't know what that means. I, I don't even care what that means. And uh, you, you really shouldn't either. And that's uh, that's just, again, it's great that smart people can talk about that. Strong hand. <laughs> you know, uh, holding Bitcoin, you'll get interest on your Bitcoin. Uh, it's uh, long-term thinking. It's a new savings mechanism. I don't, I don't think you have to worry about the thermodynamics and what physicists have to say about uh and most people don't even know the first thing about that. that. That's the beauty of this space. So, I mean, if you want to get technical and everything, that is cool. That is, that's cool with me, but I, I do, I do want to say, um, yeah, you're the most of the world that's going to get into cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. aren't going to understand anything about that. And it'll be great when, uh, it, it'll be great when most of the world gets in, into Bitcoin. How about that in cryptocurrency? All right. So uh, on that same note, we're going to get, into what uh, Eric Lombardo said. And this is about the overall culture of Bitcoin, if such a thing exists. And I, I gotta say, this is where the big boys play. The reason I downplay the horrors of Bitcoin culture is not because they do not exist, but because Bitcoin lacks any sort of culture enforcement regime. The individual must learn how to be sovereign and this means being able to endure whatever the conditions may be. Network protocols still couldn't care less. If Bitcoin is to become a global currency, a homogenous Bitcoin culture will make as much sense as homogenous internet culture. There will be many different cultures. Pound that like button. So again, there will be genius tech cultures. There will be people screaming at each other on Twitter culture, wasting their time. There will be strong hand culture. And that's the beauty. That's the freedom. You cannot say you can't own Bitcoin because you don't believe in it the same way I do. Or that you don't get into petty fights about it the same way I do. Or that you're not a Bitcoin maxless or you're not a Bitcoin firster. You own other altcoins, so you can't be in Bitcoin. There is no culture. There is no internet culture either. That's a great – I mean if you – you, I think everybody understands that with the internet, there's no internet culture. There's many different cultures on it. There are going to be many different ways of approaching Bitcoin. And uh, again, so don't get too carried away if it's too technical for you. Don't get too carried away and think, oh, this is all going to go down the tubes. This is too hard for people. And and then it's or it, it's all going to go down the tubes because people are scared away because people are screaming at each other on Twitter. But there's lots of different corners of, of Bitcoin. So many people don't know about the other corner, okay? So many cultures on big subcultures on Bitcoin, whatever you want to say, they don't know about the other subcultures. So don't get carried away with it when you see scary, intimidating things on Twitter. Again, try to make the most of all the information that's out there. And don't worry if you can't understand it all either. That that's not like something that should turn you off and say, I shouldn't be be into this. Okay. So th thank you very much. A lot of people do get carried away with, with the drama and stuff. And it is all about personal responsibility and it's all about filtering out that crypto noise, filtering out that crypto noise because it does weaken your hand. It can weaken your hand. At least. Uh, Peter McCormick has a tweet. He says, at the Oslo Freedom Forum, people are only talking about Bitcoin. Speed and cost of transaction are not important. 
censorship-resisted security and liquidity are. Well, good to hear that people are looking at Bitcoin in Oslo in that at the conference that you're at in that uh, in that light. Because for me, I agree, speed and cost of transactions really aren't something to worry about at this point. And that censorship resistant and security and liquidity are. And it reminds me, I, a year ago exactly, I was in Norway at this time. I was about to, to go to Oslo for a few days. I was in Bergen, Norway for most of my time. Lovely country. Okay, speaking of people outside of the country, George. Oh, you guys knew George. He was on the show talking about Dash a few weeks ago in South America. And he actually sent me a video. Uh, in a, and, and Dash is the marketing coin. The way Dash is going to succeed is they have, they have marketing. They market themselves. And a lot of people don't like the marketing. A lot of people are against marketing. I think it's a very interesting experiment. Let's see how far marketing can take an altcoin. And it's taken that one pretty far so far. Um, again, they, they've used different concepts where they have a... Uh, uh, a lady talk and all the thirsty guys fall for it. And that is a good marketing technique uh, because thirsty guys, I mean, hey, there's a lot of them out in the crypto space. It's it's true. It's true. But again, um, George is in a new video. And again, he doesn't appeal to thirsty guys. He's just a regular guy. But this is a totally Spanish video, all in Spanish. George is talking in it. It is very professionally made. So you can tell that Dash is really going hardcore for the, the South American Spanish speaking audience. Are they going to succeed? I mean, they look in the video, it looks like they look like Mormon missionaries walking around. Literally, I mean, look at the video. It's a well done video. It's something to see. I think some people will laugh at the Mormon missionary thing, but it does. It does look like some of the people at the end of the video are walking around handing out Dash stuff to South Americans in Venezuela and Colombia, I guess. I, and they look like Mormon missionaries. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's the direction Dash is clearly going on, is spending a lot of money on a uh, on a, a targeting Spanish-speaking people in South America, which is, of course is the majority of, uh, of, of people in South America. Although there's a large chunk that speaks Portuguese in Brazil. Now, finally, no, two things. When will the halving hype start this time? Remember guys, link to below is a tweet back from May 4th, 2016, when I first put out the halving hype hashtag and, uh, Already people had started talking about the halving a few months beforehand, but the mainstream media didn't start writing about it until about then. So we could say that the halving hype last time, well, the talk started about four months before the halving. The hype started about two months before the halving. I have been saying this time around, it's going to, it, it, the, the talk could start in December of this year, in December of this year, if not in January. So it will be interesting to see when the talk starts because most people still have not have no idea what this having a thing is at all. I was talking to people at the Long Beach event; they don't know what that. No one knew. Hardly anyone knew what the having was. Some people did, but but there's so many people that are you know into such crypto noise they don't know about. But eventually, the mainstream media is going to start talking about it. So when do you think the having hype is going to be? When are you going to start using the having hype hashtag? And again, you can see the first time I ever used it back then. I'm I'm the proud originator of the hashtag. Again. Twitter doesn't lie, baby. Twitter doesn't lie. Uh, it, it's linked to below. Uh, well, in, in most cases, Twitter doesn't lie in, in terms of, you know, were you the first to use the hashtag? That, that's what I mean. Uh, but we, we shall see uh, uh, that, it, again, in the real, in the, in the world outside our crypto bubble, people will hear about it. That, that, and that happened last time. And that was 2016. Imagine now where everything's, 
Bitcoin is so much bigger. So many more people have heard about it. So the, the hype could begin in December. It really could. And the point is, and Tone said something like this in a uh, tweet of his, uh, that if, if Bitcoin is already gradually rising and the hype starts, it could be super powered up in terms of fiat. Again, it will be, it will be, it's an interesting time to be alive. It will be interesting to see how this goes. Um, I, I don't think the having hype will start this summer. I don't think the having hype will start this fall. But eh, you never know. Maybe it could be super early this year. It, it's very interesting stuff. Finally, really finally this time, speaking of Australia, Bitcoin to the moon sent me a very nice uh, link to a article he published on his site. And this is all about being friend. You know, you, you meet new friends in uh, in this space. When you, and he, he, he went to, he traveled to England. He obviously lives in Australia. And he met Brian, the UK Bitcoin master. And he wrote a very nice thing about meeting Brian. And it's just a reminder that there, you know, there is a real world out there and some of us do uh, travel around it. And and when you make online friends through Bitcoin, hey, you can meet them in real life and it's, it's beautiful, it's nice. And I actually used a picture uh, for the preview of this video of a friend in Los Angeles who's a Bitcoin fan and who's actually originally from Baltimore originally. Um, all right, that is it. Uh, bang that bell button. Pound that like button. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister to Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, check out the links below. If you're watching this tape, click on those squares so you can see my most recent videos. Uh, we had a great Saturday show and a great uh, This Week in Bitcoin show on Friday show. So check them out, and I'll say hi to you guys in the chat now. Bye.